And welcome back to Blood and Popcorn. We are your hostesses. I'm Keish. And I'm Alyssa. And today we will be talking about... What are we talking about? As above. Slow. Ooh, spooky. But first, how was your week? Um, it was, it was good. Um, you know, just busy, but hey, it's spring break. So, of all week. Real. Yeah. I've been, like, you know, in condo this bit. Yeah. Sounds great. Wow. (laughs) Get rid of so much stuff. Do it. It's going to be good. Um, well, I'm not on spring break, but uh, Cody is, and I'm taking, like, half of, half of the week off to, like, just relax for spring break as well. <laughs> just a little vacation. Spring? He works at the college. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, so. What are you um, gonna, what are you taking off? Um, what do you mean? Like what days? Oh, I don't know yet. Just sporadically throughout the week. Oh. I don't take off tomorrow. And then uh, I think I'm going to work Tuesday. I'm probably taking off Wednesday. I'm going to work Thursday. I'm probably taking off Friday. I like your style. Yeah. Mm. That sounds fun to me. Oh, yeah. I try to make it fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, but that's that's pretty much what's been going on. I'm just excited to be on a break. Yeah. Relax. I slept for 12 hours last night. Damn. Which is every time I get a school, that first, like, usually not the very first night, but the night after that, it's like hardcore. How long can you sleep? <laughs> every time. Every time. Yeah, and I don't even mean to. I just wake up and I'm like, it's like 10 o'clock. Holy crap. <laughs> Who am I? What? Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Why, why am that. I like this? Yeah, it happens. It, Do what? Your body needs to, like, recharge itself after being, like, in a set schedule, you know? Well, it's been insane. It's been, like, 12-hour days every day. Yeah. And- the last couple weeks. Yeah. You feel refreshed. After I had to, yeah, I had to like cheerlead. So, you know. Oh, I yeah. am not a cheerleader. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Nothing, nothing great. We won. We've never won before. So that's exciting because it's students versus teachers. Oh, nice. So get turned, you know. Get turned. Sure. Yeah. And then uh my friend got engaged yesterday. Ooh, so fun. I had to help with that a lot. Uh, a whole lot. So I helped like plan it and execute it and so I'm like, I am tired. And and then like that night we quote unquote went out for my birthday. That was like the ploy to get her out. Mm-hmm. And um so I was trying to like act drunk oh, God. and like crazy because that's what we do on my birthday weekend. And we combine mine and Ellen's and we go out and we go ham. 
Like, that's what we've done every year for the past, like, five or six years. Well, it's a- Do what? At least it's fun. Yeah. and But, you know, we had to, like, act way insane. Yeah. But it's fine. It was fun. What did you say? Congrats to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. So we're going to be planning at that wedding. That's what I do. Yeah. So anyways, let me tell you some about as above, so below. Yes. So um, this movie came out in 2014, I think, or 2015, I think 2014. And it takes place primarily in the catacombs of Paris. Oh, I so, think. What do you know? What do you know about the catacombs? Um, they're probably haunted, and uh... I would say they are haunted as shit. But that's just you know my my idea. Well, oh, particularly believe in ghosts, but I'm gonna say probably haunted because a lot of people are saying the catacombs are haunted. So you're funny. <laughs> Definitely believe in ghosts. 100% haunted. Okay. So ghosts. Ghosts for sure. Is, is, uh, that they have, that, is that the catacombs that has like pictures online where you can see like the skulls in the walls or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, it has the remains of over 6 million people inside of it do you i don't know much about the catacombs um i've only seen pictures is it like just the people of that area or is it like yeah it's like they died um it looks like it started after um a gruesome um saint innocent cemetery quarter basement wall collapsed And so they had to just, like, figure out what to do with the bodies. But then, like, this was, you know, like, a long time ago. So it's you got to think, like, some people died from plague, and it was, like, mass pile-ups. So, like, their idea was... Do what? That were the plague bodies went? I'm I'm assuming. I I honestly don't know. I mean, I'm just using, like, deductive reasoning. I would say some of them, yes. The ones that were in France. So, um, it be it opened in 1874 for people to be able to come in and see it. You can actually look at pictures, and there's just like, like walls and walls of skulls. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think um, the gates of hell are actually located there. Oh, there's many gates of hell apparently. Uh, yeah, I mean that would make sense, right? Like, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I would just think mm-hmm. like, I mean, like the demons don't want to come out at just multiple places. I mean, there should be just one set thing, you know. I mean, but, maybe but it's like the interstate. You want to have multiple exits. You don't. You would don't all want to get off on one exit and have to drive to your location. Okay, so if there's demons. Mm-hmm. There's probably a way for them to travel if it's possible, so. Yeah, yeah. So, this place takes place in the catacombs, which I'm going to Paris um, soon, really soon, like a couple months, and this is 
one of the things I really want to go to. You should so, and take pictures. We'll see. Kind of scares me. Um, it's a lot of like tunnels. You get you get a like a tour guide and like you go through with a tour guide, but okay. So someone kind of scares me. Yeah, and like they walk you through um, probably the safer parts of it, and they're like, "Oh, so this is this, and this is cursed, and this is cursed." <laughs> Half That's of this what I imagine happened. <laughs> it's, it's like the mummy that, yeah. that is cursed. The things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, this movie starts out where you meet Scarlet. Um, she's a young alchemist. Ooh. And she, she'll explain to you that, like, alchemy is, like, the earliest form of science. And, like, they're all, she's trying, she's searching for the Philosopher's Stone, which is as cool as it is in Full Metal Alchemist. But it's the same stone. Okay. So the stone is like can um, grant you immortal life, or yeah, immortal or uh, immortal life, and turn base metals into gold. So it's like kind of a big deal. That is pretty cool. So she finds um, it's like the philosopher stone, in and everybody's trying to like figure out the mystery of it. So she yeah. finds like the first part of the mystery, which is the rose key um, in Iran. She actually barely almost dies in Iran. She's um, trying to not get caught because they will definitely execute her. She's a woman running around by herself. Yeah. So, you know, so then she she gets it and then she goes to Paris because um, that's the next step she figures out is going to be located in Paris tries to find her ex-boyfriend whose name is George uh, because George can read Iranian and that's the language that's written on the rose key so she doesn't really know where or what to do Mm -hmm. Um, so she finds she makes him kind of help and he brings along a cameraman whose name is Benji well Benji's been following um Scarlet around for a while. He's making a documentary about oh. her. Oh, so okay, so it's like documentary it's, style. Yeah, it's all shot, shaky cam, you know, style. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a con that I added. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. of that. So use this rose key to translate the headstone of Nicholas Flamel. Um, who wrote about the Philosopher's Stone? Nicholas, you're Flamel. flaming. You want to fight me? Like, get over it. Okay, <laughs> listen here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's Flamel. So, well, rude, rude, rude. <laughs> the headstone has a riddle on it that leads them to believe that the Philosopher's Stone is hidden, like really far down 370.5 feet underneath the streets of Paris, which would be the catacombs. Ooh. So they're like, cool, we're going to go to Paris. We're going to go to the catacombs. That's their that's their new plan. So They're not freaked out at all. They're just um, like, okay. When they get there, yeah. 
then when they get there, they're like, oh, we should probably find somebody that knows the catacombs since neither of us, neither of the three of us do. So they go to like a bar and they're like trying to find somebody that will take them um, below. Ha, get it. Um, and they find a guy. His name is. Um, um, hold on. I wrote down how to say it because I'm like, I'm going to fuck this up. His name is Papillon. 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 Yeah. So they find Papillon and his girlfriend. And it's his girlfriend's name. If you see it written down, it does not say. (laughs) Oh. But it is Susie. It looks like S-O-U-X-I-E. But I looked it up seven different ways to make sure it is Susie, though. That's crazy. So. um, And they so they have uh, Papillon. Pat, yeah. Susie, and their friend Zed, who is not the um, composer. Zed. Uh, or DJ Zed. Yeah. That'd be funny, though, wouldn't it? Like, oh, Zed. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we'll take you to the catacombs. And then George, who is the only smart person in this entire group, is like, I'm not going down there. You guys are going to get lost and die. Fuck mm-hmm. that. Um, and he's like asking, George is like asking, um, Susie, like, okay, well, what, what could happen down there? Just so I know what I'm getting myself into if I decide to go. And she's like, well, we could run into water and die. We, the, something could collapse and we could die. We could, um, find a cultist and die. Like, it's just, he's like, fuck this. Why are you, why are we doing this? So, but they while they're all like while george is like arguing with them like this is dumb we should not do they get found by the police and uh the police basically chase them into the catacombs so great it's not very fun yeah so they have to crawl through this little narrow and then the tunnel collapses right behind them i would have called by the police I'd have been like, yes, take me. This yeah. is so dumb. Like, I don't want to go. Um, and then they find, so then they like, you know, they're starting to like walk around and he's like, okay, like, I'm not sure if this is the right way now, but we're just going to go this way or whatever. Whatever. Pap is kind of like, I don't think this is right anymore. I don't know. Oh. Um, but they find a female cultist who is like performing this weird ritual and they're all like get the fuck out of her get out away from her so they have to like like juke away from her so it's not she's she's pretty intense she's like wearing like a long gown and her hair's down and it's like straight black and she looks a lot like um have you ever seen two book two broke girls yeah the brunette she looks a lot like her but creepier okay they uh, get away from her and they find themselves in a blocked tunnel that Pap, Pap, I'm going to call him Pappy. Pappy on is now Pappy because it's fun to say. (laughs) He's like, I'm not going in there. Nobody goes in there. Anybody that goes in there never comes back. And he like tells a story about how his friend Latop, Latop, whatever his name, Latoop, I don't know. I'm going to call him um, Toupe. Friend. Okay. I don't know how to say his name. 
I don't know. I heard it a couple times when I watched it, and I'm like, I'll remember that. I never do. It's fine. Yeah. Um, they find him. Well, he's like, well, he went in there, and he's never came back. He knows the catacombs like the back of his hand, and he had never been down there, so he wanted to map it out, and he never came back. So, at this point, I'd be like, yeah, fuck that. We can leave. Yeah. Like, why don't we go stalk the cultist and ask her how to get out? Like, you know, she might try to stab me, but, you know, it's better than going in this creepy-ass tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. So, they decide to go in because Scarlet is, like, just annoying bitch. And just gets she's like, you're brave you have to go you're the only one we paid you blah 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 um and they entice um pappy to go pappy and his girlfriend and zed to go down because they say if we find treasure you can keep it you can keep half of it so they decide to go um and they start venturing deeper into the catacombs and they find la taupe or la taupe Whoever his name is. And he disappeared into the catacombs. This is what it's like. I'd be like, that bitch is a ghost. Years earlier. Years earlier. Years, not like recently. No, it was years ago. That bitch would be is D-E-A-D dead. Like, no. No. So he um, talks to them and he's kind of like weird like obviously he's fucking dead i think um he's like weird and he's like oh i'll help you find the philosopher's stone let me guide you to it so he guides them to it and they find this this tomb filled with treasure and uh, they figure out the philosopher's stone which is like on this is what's weird because it's like egyptian hieroglyphs of paris and that's where they find the philosopher's stone that doesn't make any sense. You're like, okay, so why is that underneath Paris? But whatever. So they, she pulls the stone out of the, out of like this little puzzle thing that she has to figure out. And um, as soon as she pulls it out, it's like Indiana Jones style. Everything just collapses. I knew that was going to happen. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, they they get out of the rubble and she's e- able to hear heal like everybody that got hurt with the stone oh, who is just truly just Susie but they can't find La Latupe. I'm gonna, I'm going to change his name every time. They yeah. can't find him. He's not there anymore. So, where did he go? We He's don't know. Any his yeah ghost body got squished and then his soul was like okay i guess i'm gonna go away now yeah i'm like no not fucking with that no (laughs) so then they're like okay well we gotta like now we're getting like super screwed we got to get out of here so they start to like they they're like okay like there's no way we get we're gonna pull his body they think he's dead underneath the rubble they're like there's no way we can get his body out of the rubble rubble we're just gonna leave him which was mistake number one thousand (laughs) thousand. this whole thing (laughs) 
Oh. So now they're like walking around down here, and you gotta you gotta imagine like they have headlamps on. It's dark. There's bones everywhere. Like, just imagine how intimidating and terrifying that would be. Yeah. I would not go on in there alone, uh-huh. or not even alone. They're not alone, but with you know, not uh-huh. the proper tour guide. Yeah. No. So like in, they in finally Marvel. find mm-hmm. what? Like that movie Chernobyl memories. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's dumb. People are dumb. Yeah. Like have a passion that doesn't involve you going into war zones and um underneath cities. I mean I do want Just, to go to Chernobyl one day, but that's besides the point. No. Mm-mm. No, thank you. <laughs> I will. I will. I like my lungs. Um. So you know. Anyways, okay. they they're like traveling around, and then they find a Gnostic star of David, which symbolizes the notion. At- so you know they had to like throw in the name of the movie in somewhere. Of course. Of course. So then they're looking at it, and they see that the door into the ceiling from above so scarlet uses that to find a real door in the floor below get it as above so below Um, so they find the door is is like on the ground because it was drawn above yeah so beyond the door they open an entrance to a tunnel that is marked with the phrase abandon all hope ye who enter here if you were a teenager in the United States, you probably read this book in high school that comes straight from Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. And, oh, well, it's also, it's mentioned in Dante's Inferno, but it's also in Greek mythology, I believe, I think. And I think that he stole that from the Greeks. I don't know. But um, abandon all hope ye who enter here basically just means you fucked. Oof. So, so they, bunch of fucking morons, they were like, oh no, it's totally fine. So they passed through it, but it's essentially, is just filled with water. And they're like, no, we definitely can swim through this. So they swim through it. And then it's like terrifying when you, they go through because like the camera's all shaky and like you don't know what's going on. So they, all get through it and they end up in a room that looks identical to the room they just left and then and then the door goes away to like to get out so now the door is gone like their little puddle of water door is gone and now they have like they have like they're fucked they're screwed they have no way out and then to make matters worse La Tupe pops up and is like, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> and he's just chilling in the back, like literally doing a low growl. Like, oh. fuck that. He's like, Ugh, in the back. Oh. Yeah, nope. So then Susie is like, I don't know what's wrong with him. Let's maybe like he got hurt in the rubble. I want to go check on him. So she starts walking towards him. Everybody's like, dude. Don't do that. Leave him alone. He's kind of creeping us all out. 
So she gets like really close to him. And he takes her head and smashes it in. Holy shit. Yeah. And then he runs away. Like, and then he's gone. Everybody's trying to find him. And they're like, what the fuck? You know, like, he just killed her. Maybe he just really hated her. He's what? Maybe he just really hated her. I don't know. I don't know, (laughs) man. But he, he murders her and then disappears. So they're all trying to find him. They're like screaming. Um, Poppy is crying. Obviously, that was his girlfriend that died. And it's just like a mess of a scene. Then they're like, okay, we got to get out of here. The only way to get out of here is to go deeper, which that logic makes no sense. But okay, whatever. So they're like, we got to go down to go up. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) Cool. Um, So they climb down a hole. Um, and as they're going down, they go one at a time. Scarlet goes first because she, I think Scarlet goes first because she's like, you know. And then they all go down. You ha- you can you watch up uh, go down and Zed. Remember Zed's still there. Yeah. <laughs> like a big like role in this film. I don't think Zed's there. George goes down, and then Benji, who's the cameraman, is about to go down. And as he goes, he starts, he gets, like, ready to go down. And then the female cultist comes out of nowhere and pushes him to his death. So he dies. Gets pushed down and dies. He was the first one down. No, he was the last one down. But didn't she push him down the hole? Yeah, but everybody else was already at the bottom. Oh, okay. Like, they were going one at a time to make sure he was safe. I thought they were, like, climbing down, and while they were, like, climbing down, he was, like, going to climb after them, and then, like, they're all... No, they went all the way down. Okay, okay. Yeah. Never mind. So, she pushes him. So, that's the question is, like, who's this bitch? How did she get down there? Like, is she also a ghost? Mm. Or what is she? A cultist who, like, her cult people live in that area they found maybe mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know so then like and i will say like this is a very slow burn for a while like you get uh-huh. like you know the basic fear of being like underground and that comes mm-hmm. across really well but like as soon as Susie dies all hell breaks loose get it get it uh-huh. Huh. Get it? Because they're huh. the gates of hell. Okay. I get it. Um, <laughs> so Benji, Benji's dead now, and then they're like freaking out, obviously. And then they leave his body behind, and they encounter like they're trying to. They're still trying to get out. They encounter a man literally sitting in a burning car. The car is burning, and I love, I love the way the camera did this. It's like. It's like they are walking down almost a hallway and you can see like the glow of the fire, but you don't see the car until they turn the corner. And it was, it was really, it was well, well shot. Um, So it's just somebody like sitting in the car burning to death. And then he looks at Poppy and pulls him in, but he doesn't like get out of the car and pull him in. He pulls him in like with 
like force like he just poppy just kind of like goes to him like glides across the room to him oh um you find out that poppy was forced to leave somebody to die in a car crash so yeah so that's his fate uh, yeah so he gets actually he gets pulled to the car and then the car like disappears it goes underground it like it's like a sinkhole almost it just eats it up but it eats it up like simultaneously so it's just like and it's gone um and poppy's feet are buried upside down or like well his feet are like out of the dirt but his body is upside down so that's important we'll come back to that later so yeah so he pulls him in poppy we can we can you know i'm I'm sure he's dead yeah so they can't pull him up they keep trying to pull him up from the ground um but they can't so they decide to leave him and continue into the catacombs mm-hmm. So while they're doing this, and this is like, this is where this movie just like, I was like, damn, this is like a decent movie. They start seeing like, essentially, they walk past this guy in a black cape almost. Like, think of KKK, but black. Okay. Um, But you can never see their face. And he's just sitting in a chair and all around him are like rings, like not like, you know, like diamond rings, but like rings drawn in the, in the dirt. Oh, okay. And he's just sitting in a little rocking chair and they like walk past him like, what the fuck? Um, and then they start getting chased by the demons. I'm assuming they're demons. It's just like other guys in capes. Like, running after them. And one of them actually attacks George. And, like, pretty much, like, bites his neck. Vampires. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) That would make sense. Yeah, maybe. Um, So... Uh, what's her name? Scarlet is like, oh, I can, I can save him. I just had to get the philosopher's stone because that's what worked with Susie before. So she pulls out the, nothing happens. Like he's not getting healed. Um, and then he, so she's like freaking out. Like, what do I do? What do I do? So she's like, okay, well, the only way to reverse this is probably to put the stone back where it came from. So she goes by her runs back to where they came from to put the stone away. I don't know how she got through all the things that had collapsed or changed. Yeah. It's like as she's running through, she gets down into water. Like there was but now there is. And that's like hands coming out of blood. Yeah. So she's um she runs through and she's like the whole time she's like screaming like um this world is what I make it to be, which, and then everything disappears. Hmm. Or like, like everything in front of her disappears. Like all, like she's still in the catacombs, but like all the scary stuff is gone. Hmm. And she, back, she's like running through the tomb to like put it away. And she finds a hanged man um, who she realizes is her father. Cause her father committed suicide and she did not 
uh, answer the phone the night that he committed suicide. Uh, so she's like telling him, like, hey, I'm sorry I wasn't there. I should have been there for you. Uh, but she wasn't. Like something she has to live with. So she then, like, she like hugs him goodbye and then he just disappears. It's like, you know. I think it's like her accepting the fate of what happened. Yeah. And then she puts the stone back. Um and then she like looks into this mirror and she realizes that like even though even though she put the stone back, the real philosopher's stone is inside of her. Like she's possessed by it. And she has the abilities, the same abilities of the philosopher's stone. I don't know how she got that by looking at a mirror, but so she goes back to George. Maybe, maybe she just like knew, like she felt it and just knew. Like, I don't know. It's inside of me. It's inside of me. Yeah. So she goes back to George. So remember, she's like run. She's literally running through hell by herself. Okay. Which. We'll get to in a minute. Like, they are actually in hell. Um, so she runs through hell and gets to George and heals him with a kiss, which I was like, gay. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, she then tells George and Zed that their only way to get through is that they have to, um, is to admit, like, their sins, essentially. So she says that she felt responsible for her father's suicide. George talks about how he accidentally allowed his brother to drown um, when they were kids because he got lost looking for help, and that's, like, something that he held on to. Obviously, I would feel guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zed talks about how he has a son that he knows is his, but he doesn't want to acknowledge it. Uh. Which explains, there was, like, visions earlier on that there was this boy running through um, that he kept seeing, but only he saw. So, it's like, essentially, your demons are chasing you. Yeah. So, it's just, like, demons and guilt, what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, then, um, while they're admitting this, like, they start, they're getting chased by demons, like, the hooded creatures. They continue to chase them. And they find a, a hole in the ground, and they're all talking it like, they're all like, we gotta jump through it, we have to jump through it. And they like, they um, they like light a piece of paper and like throw it down, and it falls so far down. And she's like, no, this is hell. This is Scarlet talking. This is hell. We are safe now because we admitted our sins. We have to jump through this hole. So they do. And it's like gravity switches, and they end up, um, they end up like surviving the jump, and they are now like on the ground. But there's a manhole below, so they push the manhole open, and they escape into the night. Like it was, and then they like closed it, and it was like them closing the gate of hell. What the hell? So. Yeah. And they're like, it's just like, there's like cars going by and people walking. And they're like, what the fuck? 
but they made it through again what'd you say never do that again (laughs) yeah um let's not go down there um, did the the the, um poppy or whatever survive or is he dead oh he's dead he got buried upside down oh true 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 yeah he's dead he's dead uh everybody's dead Susie died um she got beat to death benji died because he got pushed down we don't know what happened to um the zombie the friend the zombie friend or the cultist so so i found them i thought it was really interesting this is somebody else's opinion but i was like yeah this is well thought out so um they loved this movie and i thought it was i thought it was good it was it's not like my favorite movie of all time but i thought it was a decent movie it got really bad reviews on rotten tomatoes but if you look at like the audience rating, it's like ninety something percent. Like so, most people like it. I I just think horror films get a bad rating no matter what. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately, so he says. Good. Yeah, he says the inscription above Hell's entrance: "Abandon all hope, ye who enter here." He's like telling us, like, "Oh, it comes from Dante." But he also thinks that the friend, the zombie friend, Latope, is mm. actually a soul in purgatory. Um, yeah. And he's, like, walking around trying to, he's, like, in, he's in limbo. Oh, um, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Either he was looking for a way out, or he was trying to, um, hold on. Either he's looking for a way out, and his implication was that um, the only way out was to make. Uh, wait, I don't. I don't understand what he's trying to say. Sorry, I'm going to skip that. Uh, there's also he talks about how there's the nine circles, Hell and Dante's Inferno, mm-hmm. and each one has different centers. So it's like um, Poppy represents like one specific type of sin. He's like and like he represents greed because he's like a treasure hunter okay Uh, he's also he wants to keep the treasure found in the tomb and it makes him a simonist which is a cleric who sells priceless heavenly favors for money Mm -hmm. Uh, so the punishment for that in hell is actually to get buried with fate upside down with your legs sticking out so So that's what happened to him yeah it also he talks about um how he thinks the person in the chair remember i said there was just one guy in a robe sitting in a chair he thinks that's actually the devil himself because there was like essentially rings around him like the rings of hell around him and it was watching the watching over hell so yeah and then he talks about how he thinks, or he or she, I don't know, the internet is generalist. He thinks the power in hell is redemption, so that's why they were allowed to exit, because they were like, this is what happened. Um, we we messed up. And then when they jumped through the well, it was like them jumping out of purgatory. Oh, okay. And then they were able to, like, leave. So. So, they're not A dead. lot of people... 
No, they're not dead. A lot. It seems like a lot of people on Reddit actually agree with him that it's like they they literally went through the um, Dante's Inferno version of hell. That's crazy. That's a good. That's a good theory. I like that. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, it could have just been like they went insane down there because I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Definitely. I would not like that at all. Yeah. Um, the catacombs, if you look at pictures, mm-hmm. um, there's also about people getting lost in the catacombs and dying. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually can. Yeah, because they're huge and expansive, and, like, there's a lot of yeah. dangerous, like, tunnels that you can't go down, but people try to go down. Yeah, they get lost. They also, um like there there's been a lot of like people talking about how they like they like hid in the catacombs like you know like and stuff mm, okay literally just hide in the catacombs because nobody's gonna look for them yeah down there you know so i if, if i would recommend um looking at a couple pictures of it it's very scary it's not as scary. it looks well lit in the movie, it's very dark hmm. and intimidating. So, I don't know. When I go to Paris, we might not. We'll see. So be interesting. Take a lot of pictures when you do. Yeah. yeah. It looks a little touristy, just judging, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's just the way it's lit and stuff. It, does, it doesn't look like it's that scary. But I bet there's a lot of places in there that are very terrifying. Yeah. That I would not want to be in. Probably not. There's been a party in there. People do, like, literal seances. Like, what the fuck? And, but there's also, like, it seems like there's, like, a lot of people that, like, hang out down there. There was a rock concert in the catacombs. Just, I'm just looking at pictures right now. <laughs> like why are you horrible don't party with skulls that's a thought maybe you want to wanted a party too is that maybe that's what they heard at the seance party down here were bored and that's why they did it maybe i don't know (laughs) yeah oh forbidden yeah yeah there's like a like i'm just looking at i just looked at forbidden catacomb places and there's like it seems like there's a lot of like wet tunnels like filled right. with water but there's also really small tunnels mm. so there was actually a scene in the movie when they are walking into the gates of hell uh, in Dante's Inferno it talks about how like people that enter the gates of hell will have to walk on their bellies or crawl on their bellies and that's exactly what they have to do Oof. And it mentions it. And he's, Maybe she's like, haha, I gotta crawl on our belly. How scary. And I'm like, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> Don't do that. Maybe that guy but, that uh, read it guy was right. I think I think it is I mean it is the gates of hell. And I, I do think that um I don't think he I don't think Susie or Benji like did anything necessarily wrong enough to deserve to go to hell, but they were in hell, so they were subject to 
whatever violent things happen. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, like they were essentially just unlucky. Or maybe Susie beat someone up so horribly they died in the hospital or something, and then Benji accidentally pushed someone and down a well when he was younger or something. Maybe. Maybe. So, I don't know. People be crazy. People be crying. People 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 be crying. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that, that is as above, so below. It's decent. I would check it out. It's not the best. Um, say like a six or a seven. Like it's worth. It's worth a lot. Okay. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Um, get some popcorn, curl up, and uh, watch some movies tonight. Yeah. I mean, I won't do that tonight because I'm busy with Red Dead. So, uh, but that'll be. Oh productive. yeah, I saw I saw your Facebook post. Yeah, I finally got a PS3, so I'm excited. Um, I'm just getting really started, so I'm excited. Josh is downstairs right now watching um, the first Purge. Not like the first movie, the Purge, but the the first Purge, that's what it's called. Oh, like the newest one that came out? Yeah, I I mean, and I'll, I'll admit this, I absolutely hate the purges i hate them detest them with a passion why i don't like i don't like stupid violence um like i don't like the strangers either because it terrifies me a lot the strangers at least was better done than the purges but well strangers was a true story yeah yeah the purges are really scary to me yeah and it's like it's like gross like i don't want to watch people that's why i hate saw i don't like any of the saws either because i don't want to watch Richard. no like i i get no enjoyment out of that it's great not my type of scary movie yeah now like a monster like the ritual stuff like that i can get down to that okay I cannot get down to this so I'm like, need him to shit. Babe, <laughs> <laughs> can I come downstairs now? Yeah. I'm like, is it okay? <laughs> can I get out of the podcast room of spook? <laughs> uh, but anyways, watch that. Yeah. So have a have a good night and um, let us know what you want us to watch. Yeah, so let us know uh, what you, even if it's uh, a murder you want us to go over or something murder. murder. Some of us really like to talk about murder. <laughs> I mean, that's it's not like that you. right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kind of your calling sign. I'm like, Let's talk about scary monsters. And you're like, let's talk about murder. <laughs> Actually, this week was a very sad week. Is it yesterday? Our yesterday, there two days ago in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. I know. I was horrified. I actually woke up to that on my Facebook feed and I was like, what? And if it's you insane. Know, yeah, if you don't know, a gunman went live on Facebook, drove from his house or whatever, New Zealand, to a mosque, 
and shot and killed 64 people. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. Of them were men because the men were getting to the mosque first. The ladies and the kids were running late, or I guess they get there at different times. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's how it works. Were there, and some kids were there too, but not a lot as as the men. So most of who got killed were men. Um, and yeah, he posted. He just went on live Facebook, and he was and apparently his guns. And everything he had had names of different gunmen and shooters, um, like the Ven, um, uh, the one in the one that we did about uh, July um, Aurora. That too, yeah. Um, but the July twenty second in Norway, uh, not Vanders. I think that was the kid's name, but I forgot his name. Birik. Be- Anders, no, it doesn't matter. He shouldn't be denied. Yeah, so. but um, like his name was on there, like different shooters of just horrible, violent crimes were just all written on his guns and everything, and it was horrible. Yeah. I didn't read what happened to him, um, but I know he was caught. I don't know if he was killed or anything or hey, just you're arrested. Going, like weird. Oh, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so just, you know, think about New Zealand and um, hopefully he will get what he deserves. Hello? Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so like, you know what you want us to talk about and sorry for the technical difficulties just then. Um, I'm working on getting a microphone or something. So I do apologize. <laughs> Good. Um, so we will talk to you next week. Yeah. Stay spooky. Stay spook. Bye. Bye. And welcome back to back. <laughs> yes. That was bad. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. So I went to hit record. It said like join with friends and I did it. And then it was like, we're going to let you join. And then I heard the sound that, like, initiates. Uh, but my screen was still spinning. Like, we're still trying. Oh, no. I'm like, I oh. don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, no. Anchor, don't fail us. Yeah. Well, you heard Alyssa. We're back. Yeah. It's been a while. So sorry about that. A lot has happened, but we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Thank you for a shit show. Yeah. So. It, it has, it has really. <laughs> but thank you for those who have been sticking with us um, through this long uh, hiatus. Um, yeah. But we are finally back. Woo! Raise the roof. I'm Woo. clapping. I'm clapping. Oh, I'm excited, there. even though I don't sound excited. No. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you hear things in the background, like this crying and squeaking that's happening right now, um, that's my oh. dog, Nanook. Sounds uh, like a chicken. Sounds like a... He had... <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> he- I bought him this quote-unquote indestructible duck. By the way, he's a husky, and he's about oh. one and a half years old. 
Um, and I bought him this indestructible quote unquote duck. Um, but he has one Hannibal Lecter on it and kind of tore the face off. And then- <laughs> they do that. I know. It was horrible. I saw his face and I was like, what the hell, you psycho? But what? Um, but uh, it, it does have six different squeakers in it. So, but I would do your oh, you young dog owner, you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he likes. I thought he liked the squeakers, but when it doesn't doesn't really bother us. His ball was the one that bothered us, but I'll get to that in a minute. But when he squeaks the duck, he cries with it, and I don't know if (laughs) if he's like thinking he's hurting it or something. So that's what you might hear in the background. (laughs) I forgot that he's a husky because they're known for that. Yeah, he's uh he's a he's great. He's a handful, but he's our son. And I he was very that's something new. Um it was weird because we went to the shelter not looking for a dog except for Cody's mom. She was looking for a dog that she saw in the paper and we went there trying to find it. Unfortunately it probably well, it fortunately it got adopted. Um for uh, hopefully to a good home. But yes, Nanook, I know. Um but um, but we went there, and I saw Nanook, and he got there two days prior, and he wasn't up for adoption yet because they have to, like, let them chill out and then introduce them to the other dogs. And then those type of dogs, since he's a husky and he, um, he's very uh, wanted, you know, like, mm-hmm. they are put onto this lottery where people sign their name, and then they come in, uh, then like a couple days later or whatever and they draw the names and whoever's name get drawn gets the dog so I was like oh my gosh and Pam Cody's mom she was just like I mean if you want I was like should I do it oh my god I always wanted a husky and she's like try and I was like all right so I did thinking I'm not gonna get it you know I never do these things I never win things like this and I was like eh, I'm not gonna do it or I'm not gonna win it so I did it uh, a few days later, comes time to lottery. I go there. I'm really nervous. And Cody, I thought about not going, but Cody talked me into it. He's like, just go. I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm probably not going to get him, but I just want to see him to go in a good home if I don't. So I go there. I leave work early. And uh, turns out I am the only one that showed up for him mm-hmm. out of four people. Yeah. Well, there was a couple who showed up after I was already signing paperwork. And then you're the girl... Right was like oh that already happened sorry like she got the dog and they're like you got the husky and I was like yeah and they're like all right cool and they just left and I was like <laughs> so oh my gosh. and like on the way home I was like I was terrified because I was like I have a dog now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's, it's different uh-huh. it is it is it's a big responsibility I knew what I was getting into but it's different when you read about it and you have dogs in the past, but when huskies, it's your dog, yeah, when it's my dog, I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is my child and Huskies are very different from the dogs I've had in the past. So this yeah. is a very brand new adventure and I am loving it so far. He did have a few scares with me because, you know, Huskies are good and things and he ate cinnamon raisin bagels last week. Ah, uh, that's nothing. <laughs> well, fine. If you don't know, raisins, raisins are, are bad. Dogs. Yeah. I know. I know. It freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. But he <laughs> ate four of them. <laughs> he got the whole bag. He reminds me of Apollo. When Apollo was a puppy, he had um, 
he got into dark chocolate espresso oh. beans. <laughs> oh, gosh. And after that, I'm like, nah, he's fine. Everybody's like, aren't you worried about him? He ate blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, he's good. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he gets into so much shit. The first thing he got into, though, we had uh, taken him to PetSmart. You know, everybody was like, oh, such a beautiful husky. And I'm pretty sure he's pure husky because he has, like, the white walker eyes. He does. He has, like, the black and gray and white markings. He is beautiful. He is my son, and I love him so much. Um, and we went to PetSmart, and we tried to pay my toy but it was like two days after we got him so he was like kind of nervous mm-hmm. and then but he went to the treat aisle and kept knocking over this bag of treats and I was like you want these and they were buy one get one so I was like all right and I had a coupon for him because they give you a little coupon if you don't know um if, after you adopt not buy a dog adopt a dog from a shelter and you have papers for them they give you a coupon book and there is tons of coupons in there so i was really thankful for that our uh 350 trip turned into about 200 dollars because we bought, nice. him a crate, bought him a crate bed and all that so that was crazy but he got all the essentials but um okay. yeah no uh the treats the treats that's what i was coming to that was the first thing he got into we had left him in our room forgot what happened i think we were doing something and we were like just go in the room chill out you know he was getting too hyper put him in the room we come back he had gotten the treats because cody had left them on the bed oh ate the whole bag of treats just one bag <laughs> like he did not want to eat anything else the rest of the day <laughs> he was stuffed and uh yeah he uh, he still likes those treats we still have one bag left but we give it to them but give it to him sparingly because they're his favorite treats and they're called choppers they're like uh this beef dried beef kind of kind of breakable beef jerky kind mm-hmm. of fucking loves them oh my god but it's like it sounds like pepperonis that's paulo's favorite yeah he does love pepperonis yeah i use oh those god. for I'm training him i cut him in little yes I do that for training. Um, so. Have you used or heard of Chewy? Oh, yeah. Chewy's have, amazing. Yes, I have um, bought a few things on Chewy already. And he is a very spoiled pupper. I got him a Bark Box subscription, the Super Chewer oh. Box. Aww. He got that yeah. the regular box at first because I was like, hey, it'll be fine. Those toys did not last a day. Yeah, so I, not with a husky. You know, I had he loved the treats though. That's the that's the third thing he got into. Uh, he got some more of those treats out of the bark box right above our bed, and he was just like, "These are mine." And I was like, "That was the last of your treats." And it was so cute. The first bark box it was themed um, like heavy classic metal, so like Twisted Sister and things like oh that. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like the little treats, they were shaped it as little guitars. That's cute. Yeah. And then one of the toys, he still has sometimes, I tried to take it away from him because he's already been eating it, but the other dog that Pam has, he likes to play with it, but he doesn't eat it. He actually plays with it. Um, it has, it's like a little spiky ball with a long kiss tongue. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the toy that Nanook ate was a Twisted Sister fish thing. And it had like the crinkle stuff in it and it had a squeaker and all this. And he just ate the tail off. Like there was, there's like a mouth mark. They always, they, dogs are so weird. They either destroy the tank or they go into the butthole. Yep. 
I don't get it. No, it's so weird. I don't get it. Like, all of Apollo's toys, it's like face is ripped off or butthole is ripped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why? Yeah, no, I don't know. Now he's sleeping. He doesn't like me talking about him. He, he's already, like, every time I grab my phone to take a picture of him, he looks away real quick and lays down. Like, he's, he doesn't want to anymore. <laughs> like, oh. how many photos of him. Oh and I share all the photos with work people and anybody that I can who ta- who asks about, like, oh, I saw you got a dog. I was like, yeah, look at him. And I just, I'm like um, Hughes in Fullmetal Alchemist, where he's oh just, my gosh. I'm like, look at my son. <laughs> <laughs> just like, look how cute he is. Cody does the same thing at work. And they're like, oh, my God. And then my work people, they're like, I'm kind of thinking of, like, bring your dog to work day. And I'm like, do it. Yeah. Yes, but well, um, I started yeah. a new job. Oh, congratulations! Woo! Yes. Which you you knew about, um, yeah. but now I'm working in IT. Um, I'm I'm doing IT on printers, but I'm also a sales a sales support analyst. So I'm like helping all the people sell. It's it's been been fantastic. It's so easy, but it's so fantastic. That's so awesome. Like, I come into work kind of when I want, but not really. It's just they ne- they well, they won't ever say anything. So I'm rolling in sometime around eight. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee, hey. hair up in a messy bun, like what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is basically my job, but I don't work in AT. Well, technic. No, I'm not IT tech, but I just 3D model. But I can make my own hours. And oh, did I tell you I'm hourly? That reminds me. Yeah. Yeah. I am time. I am hourly. I love this job so much. So shout out to the people that I work with because they probably don't listen anyway, but that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, This is the first time I've ever been like, yes, BBE come because they're not going to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before I was totally trained, I was going on IT calls with the IT manager Cool. And one of our customers is a funeral home. So we're rolling up in it and I'm like, oh, this is kind of sad, whatever. And we go in and they have a therapy dog. Oh, he purposely kept it from me. So I would walk in. I went, oh, like, yeah, I know. I knew you were going to be useless. I just knew how excited you would be to see this dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, um, a labradoodle. Oh, that is so, so cute. cute. Oh my so God. I've been, every time he goes, I'm like, please take me. <laughs> like, I could come to you again, right? He still takes me to the ones that are, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. We, have a, we have a school in Nashville that's, like, re- it, it, no, I looked it up. I'm not kidding. It costs 30000 a semester to go there. It's a oh high God. school. Oh my god. Yeah, it's not college. This is a high school. It costs thirty thousand a semester. Holy So these people are spending sixty K a year to spend to send their kids there. Why? I don't know. But it's a it's I mean it's super cool. So every time we go to that school, he's like, Do you wanna go? And I'm like, Hell yeah, I wanna go. Okay, um, so say there are three hundred kids there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Times eighteen million dollars from yeah. three hundred. I mean, kids. that's about 
that's about the size of the school, actually. It's really small. Like, their graduating class is usually, like, 50. Damn. So, yeah. So, it's really, it's about, what, about 200, roughly. God. Yeah. Um, Even then, let's see, 200 times 60,000, 12 million a year. Well, they, they had a new roof installed, and it was given from Tim McGraw. You know Tim McGraw is, right? Yeah. And Faith Hill, they uh, donated a roof, and it would cost like $2.2 uh, $2 billion. Jesus Christ. It was so, it, I, it's an all, like, bronze roof. Ooh, I'm baby. sitting here, I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wow, we they could you really tell you grew up poor. And I'm like, well, thanks guys. This is super cool. <laughs> They're like, Alyssa, you have no chill in rich neighborhoods. I'm like, I know. I know. Okay, I don't either. But then we drive through rich neighborhoods and then I try to remember the houses so I can make them on sense. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, I work in Brentwood, which is like the richest area in Tennessee. Like I drive past this these homes, these model homes, and they cost. No, these are these are not that big. They're they're big, but they're not what they're spending big. They're like three million dollar homes. Mm. I'm like driving by them, and I'm like, why don't you get land and be away from people? That's what I would do. You know, I don't get it. I don't. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Spend your money on whatever makes you happy. Yeah, that's all you do. So, spend money on uh, true crime books and D and D stuff and uh, Lord of the Rings pops. Yeah. Well, I just save a lot of money and buy a lot of clothes, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Yeah. We we play a lot of video games though. We don't oh. spend a lo- we don't like go out and do t- too much stuff because we're usually home doing something. Yeah. I spend a lot of money on food, but I cook a lot. Uh, I'm into I'm into cooking right now. Okay, so I'm like- making a lot of Indian food. Ooh, like um, curry. Well, curry's a spice. Oh. <laughs> no, like the curry um with like <coughs> things like the sauce stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of um. I I made we did butter chicken tonight. Cool. I do a lot of I do a lot of paneer in curry sauce. Um, paneer is a cheese that you can oh. get. You can get and because what I've what I've learned um, is that Indian food for me, if it's meaty, it's not good. Oh, and I think it's because they are typically vegetarian. Yeah. Um. So their meat options are not as good because they've perfected being vegetarians that's true so i i mean and it's so it's so easy to make and it's all it's literally all the same it's like some type of tomato an onion and then all of your spices and some milk and that's basically everything (laughs) that you make it's insane that it's all like five ingredients here you are and it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh, well, anyways, let's move on to what we were actually going to talk about. Yeah. Yes. Excuse me. No. Oh, whatever. All right. Oh, oh, wait. 
Wait, before we start, I just want to throw out really quick. What's up? You need to listen to Imagined Life. Imagined Life. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. Not the podcast where people, they, like, make things come alive, like a Coke can and stuff like that? No. Oh. <laughs> it's, um, it's all different. It's, like, biops of different famous people. Oh! You don't know who they are until the end. I remember you telling me about that, like, forever ago, and that's not what I thought it was named, and I, that's why <laughs> I, yeah. I was trying to tell other people about it, and I was just like, something about, um, you're a person, but you don't know, like, what person you, you are in the podcast, and they're like, I don't know what that is, I was like, me either, but my friend told me about it. <laughs> it's my favorite podcast. Oh, cool. They okay. don't have that many, epi- like, they, like, once you get through all the ones that are there, they don't post that often. But it's like it tells a story and the guy that does it because there's a guy that does it for all the men and then there's a woman that does it if it's a woman and the guy is just he sounds like the hottest version of Aladdin that you can think of. Oh my. His name is Robbie. I can't remember his last name though. But he is fantastic and I'm just like he could tell me any story and I believe him. <laughs> that one's good. Um, I found another one called Guide to the Unknown. Ooh. They're, they're not super big yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called Guide to the Unknown. It's a brother and sister, and they do pretty much what our other podcast was, which was like talking about like cryptozoology and stuff like, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. They're fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. So, just letting you know. Because. Okay. I'm I'm off. Uh, well, I'm not. I will never be off the my favorite murder train. But yeah, you know, you gotta. <laughs> like I've been listening to um, Adventure Zone, and I can't. Uh-huh. I can't listen to it at work because I laugh too loud while I'm working. <laughs> I only listen to it when I'm driving to work or from, or to get Cody. <laughs> I can never listen to any of my podcasts at work because it's like, and then he stabbed her 37 times. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you laughing about that? <laughs> why, why, you guys, why, why are you guys looking at me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess I could put in headphones, but I'm at, I have my own office. So I'm like, nobody can hear me, but they can. <laughs> it's like, wow. So she's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I work with a bunch of um they're all older. I'm the youngest by far. So um, you are the crazy. Okay, cool. Good what? to know. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Well, everybody I work with is like a um, Gen Xer or like a boomer somewhere in there. So, um where was I going with this? There was a story. Oh, I was, I had to explain to them what the raid on Area 51 was. Ah. And then we all watched it because I was so excited about it. And then they were dying because there was like people dressed up as aliens. And I'm like, see, they're real. <laughs> I, did, I just want, I just saw pictures of that. Oh, it was, it was so, it was so bad. Did anyone? No, nothing happened. Two guys got arrested because they tried to charge it the day before. Oh. And then, well, I, and then Josh thinks this is a joke, but I don't believe him. 
What? <laughs> I saw a Reddit post of, and it, it probably is a joke, but I want to believe it's real. This guy stormed Area 15 because he's dyle- dyslexic. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and they felt bad for him, so they let him go. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Oh, it's so good. All right. <sighs> tell me about it. All right. So, last Tuesday. No, maybe the Tuesday before. I don't remember. Some Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Cody surprised me by taking me to go watch It Chapter 2. And it was interesting. Um, you know, like I watched. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, don't I'm die. fine. Sorry. I watched the older. Hit, you know, the second the part second part isn't like too great. I think I like the first part better. That's um, what I've heard for most people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and same goes with the new one. Like, chapter two was good. Uh, it interesting i like the way they did it it was cool uh cgi was pretty good um i some things were crazy um it i think it could have been better um but i still liked it i did per my personal own rating i actually gave it a 7 out of 10 and okay, that's pretty good yeah imdb they also have a 7 out of 10 um so i was like all right cool we agree um and yeah, so what happens is basically um, the the kids grow up. You know, they're doing their own thing. Also, spoilers uh, in case anybody hasn't seen it. Spoilers, of course. But also, we- you should have seen the original TV version and should know basically what happens. It's basically the same thing. Just a few like, storylines are basically the same thing. A few things are different because you know it's the new. The new version um i didn't i didn't there was one with beverly how she grows up or whatever and she goes back to town after they all meet and everything they have dinner together and she goes back to her old house in the movie this is getting off i was going to talk about it but this this is the scene where i don't know if i liked i think it was going like what the fuck kind of so then she goes to her own house. She's like, a lady, old, old lady opens the door. And she's like, oh, no, he's been, like, your father's been dead for years. And she's like, ah, that makes sense. All right, well, thanks for coming. I was like, no, 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 don't waste your time going back. Let me make you a cup of tea. Oh, the tea girl. Yeah. I've seen, so, I've seen this scene. Yeah, yeah not the trivia. The trailer. <laughs> You've seen the trailer of that mm-hmm. one. That's the that's the scene, and then she like becomes you know Pennywise or whatever whatnot, and then it shows like a photo. Beverly is looking at a photo, and it's like Pennywise's uh, person, I guess. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, um, it's him, but like her father, quote unquote, like the old lady's father. I don't like that was interesting. Like, oh wow, so you're thinking now, like, is it like? a person or the alien crashed into her father and like merged to become like that that's there it's it's host but that that wouldn't explain the old lady unless it i don't know it was kind of like twisting my brain around it still is so, so- that's like the confusing part this is my theory on that and now granted i have not seen the movie Mm -hmm. because i i just 
I, I'll see it eventually. I will. Yeah. Um, I bet that's a mind trick from Pennywise. That picture was actually a different father. And mm. since he's taking it over, he's warping it to look like, I guess, Bill. Yeah. To make it kind of scary. I don't know. That's what that's I would that's a good that's a good I don't know but then but then it's like you know that that's not like they don't know that Bill Skarsgård is it you know yeah I don't know maybe maybe Bill's character made a pact with Pennywise at some point yeah or that yeah he's like hey don't eat my child and um you can have my body yeah (laughs) Or something like that, but uh, but yeah, since uh, Pennywise does fuck with all of them, uh, except for uh, shit, I forgot his name, the Jewish kid. Uh, no, cannot help you. You know who I hate, and I, I don't know his name either. So maybe it'll help you think of the other guy's name. It's the fucking kid in Stranger Things. That's oh, this movie. I hate that kid. What? Well, he's cool. I Stanley. hate that kid. I don't know what it is about that kid, but I hate that kid. Oh, I don't know. It's, he does seem. He seems um a lot better. For yes, in the first season of Stranger Things, he seemed cool. In the first it, he seemed really funny. But the second it and the la- and the first, last two seasons of Stranger Things, he seemed more pretentious and more like, yeah, I know, I'm cool. Like, don't at me. You know? Yeah. Well, I yeah. watched interviews with, with them or like and you know, different different internet things that he's been in and I'm like, I just don't like this kid. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. But you know who I do love? Yeah. Bill Hader. Yes. Let I me- love him in this movie. He oh, is fucking great. He played <laughs> Is it Richie? <coughs> no. Yeah. It... Richie is Bill Hader. Yeah, Richie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. fantastic. So, he... yeah. Bill I, watched, I watched an interview of him, and he said that he kept getting in trouble um, because he's like, well, I guess my scared face looks like I'm being sarcastic and laughing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I was trying to be scared, but nobody believed I was afraid, so they they, they were like we they had to keep stop filming so that I would look more afraid. <laughs> He's like, "But inside I was terrified cuz have you seen Bill?" <laughs> I just I love him so much. Um, you know, I there's a picture of him of of Bill Hader and Bill Skarsgård. I, I was going to bring that up. Yes. Yes. And uh, uh, the two thing was like CGI'd. No. Oh, it's, no. Um, they're, it's like they're, they're filming, but they're not like they were taking a break. And um, Bill Skarsgård is in full Pennywise gear and he's just dying, laughing so hard at Bill Hader. They're like cracking jokes at each other. It's so funny. <laughs> No, that is the photo where um, he goes, Bill goes up to, no, Bill Hader goes up to 
uh, Bill Skarsgård and was like, hey, you know, like the CGI with your eyes is pretty cool. And that's when he starts laughing. And then Bill Skarsgård's, oh, you mean like this? And he does the face with like his eyes yeah, wopped yeah. up. And he freaks Bill Hader out. <laughs> and, that's, and there's another picture of Bill Hader like getting like his, his full, his real scare face like, oh, what the fuck? And then him running away from Bill Skarsgård. Like, it's <laughs> hilarious. And I shared it so many times on Facebook because every time I see it, it the fuck up and just brightens my day like <laughs> like he's just he's just a fantastic human i just love him so much they are amazing like bill Hader is hilarious bill skarsgård is tall and terrifying and i love him because of he's that. like strangely attractive yes like i'm scared of him but he's really hot <laughs> he would be like a fling i think i don't know he's yeah, he's like a straight. Like I could never, like, be with him. Yeah, he, he would be like a let's go on one date just to see what it's like. <laughs> and he does that Pennywise face, and then I'm just like, all right, end date, <laughs> and we're done here. So thank you so much for meeting me. You're amazing. Uh, still attractive, but now you're giving me nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, no. Um. If you have not seen it yet, Barry, which is on HBO, is starring Bill Hader. It is, I would say, top 10 favorite TV shows of all time for me. He is, I'm going to pit, he, I watched a video of him pitching it. He said that uh, when he pitched it, he went, so I want to make a show about me being a hitman and the guy was like well I don't really like hitman they're like you know it's not really funny it's like super scary and you know it's really intense he's like no but I'm the hitman yeah (laughs) so it it's just because he looks like such a normal dude but then he's like killing people but then he's like dude what the fuck you can't come out here and do this blah, blah 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 and it's just it is so funny. <laughs> That's great. I'm looking at it right now, and it, it looks crazy, and now I have to watch it later. You have to watch it. It is so good. Um, one, of, one of the guys in it, he's also, he's like a leader of Hitman or something. I don't know, but he's like this little bald Yugoslavian or Russian or something, and he is fantastic. He's so <laughs> fantastic. It's just, he's also trying to be an actor. He wants to be an actor, but he's he's also a hitman, and his past keeps catching up to him. Oh. And, like, the most hilarious ways. It's, <laughs> sometimes it gets dark, which I appreciate. A little bit of dark humor. Yeah. Yeah. So, I highly recommend. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I have to watch this now. Yes. I'll have to work tomorrow. Um, yeah. That's great. Barry is the best. I did get a high rating too. It's eight point three out of ten on IMDb. I'm trying to think of what else Bill Hader has been in. He's SNL and Hey, yeah, definitely SNL. Um Okay, so he has been in Ow Um Silicon Valley. He has been in apparently Power Rangers in two thousand seventeen. Um, 
He has oh been. Ralph- did you did you hear about the Power Ranger murder? No. That, I mean, that happened a while ago. How did you not hear about that? I don't know. Oh my god! It was what was it? The Red Ranger or the Green? One of the Rangers got mad at his roommate and killed his roommate. Like ninja sorted him to death. Actually, yeah, I did. I did see that. I remember that now. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like. <laughs> Every time I think of Power Rangers, I'm like, really? Oof. <laughs> really? <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's, no. I forgot, he was, uh, he was in Hot Rod and Superbad. And knocked He up. was. He yeah. was. And you and me and Dupree. He was in those. And Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was an interesting movie. Yep. And Pineapple Express. And Tropic Thunder. Oh, shit. I gotta tell what? you this. Sorry, I got really excited because you said Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh, so, God. Okay. Nobody better steal this for Halloween costume. Oh, no. Okay. A lot of us are all going to be different variations of Tom Cruise. That's amazing. I am going to be Tropic Thunder Tom Cruise. Oh, God. Like dancing <laughs> with big hands. I'm gonna yeah. order a um a bald cap and I'm gonna glue hair on it and like it's gonna be legit. Nice. Cannot wait. We got somebody doing um Lestat. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite Tom Cruise. We have Lestat, um, Top Gun, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um we have somebody doing um what else? The what is it? I forgot what the movie is, but he's in like a long business shirt and socks, and that's it. And he's like rolling around, or not rolling around, but like dancing. He's like sliding. Oh, um, um risky business, or yes. I don't know. Um, we have somebody doing that one. Now I'm kind of sad. I hope nobody steals this idea because literally nobody on the internet has ever done it. Don't be a dick. People, don't be a dick, please. <laughs> don't be a dick. But it's gonna be fantastic. That is I, amazing. We just had the thought randomly. I'm like, what? You know what? Nobody's ever done variations of Tom Cruise because I hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> I like it's like a love hate. Like I love to hate Tom Cruise. The only so- Tom Cruise I like is Lestat. Yeah. Like it's gonna be so great. I'm really like on the fence about them remaking interview, but at the same time, just like it'd be kind of cool, but yeah. you can't make Lestat and Louis and um Claudia like as well as before. Like yeah, gonna be no way to do that. But we'll see, I guess. We'll, we'll see. see. Mm-hmm. Um have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I have, actually. I'm sorry. I'm like, like, because I feel like it, like, we don't have too much more to say about it. Or do you yeah, have more to say about it? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, I just wanted to bring up that that movie is also fantastic. Yes. Yes, it was. I was, like, I actually watched um, Hillary Duff's movie about uh, the Charles Manson murders, uh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Before I, I saw not seen that one, it's not recommended. I do people, not recommend. People got really mad about that movie. 
Yeah, because uh, she basically made Sharon Tate into a psychic crazy person. Yeah, and they were like, she saw it coming, which, how could she see that coming? Yeah, like, I kind of, it. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt um, and be like, oh, it's kind of like The Others, which, has anybody ever seen that movie? It's a great movie, too. It is a great movie. I think about that movie sometimes at Red, at red Lights. I don't yeah. know why at Red Lights, but... It's weird at Red Lights, but yeah, I Whatever. think about the movie sometimes, because it, it's just so creepy in some aspects, it just still stick with me, and mm-hmm. I just remember watching it so much and being a kid and watching it. Um, mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite movies. I used to watch it all the time. I remember making you watch it a few times. It's great. Uh, it is great, but if you don't know what it is, it's about, um, oh, what's her name? I just had her name in her, my fucking head. God. It? Uh, it's not the, Renee Zellweger. No, the others. Naomi. Uh, Nicole no. Kidman. Nicole Kidman. I was like, Nicole it was like Renee. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. As soon, like, as soon as I said it's about, and then her, like, name just flew out of my okay. brain, I was like, God oh, damn it. Um, yeah Nicole Kidman plays a mom uh, who is very religious and she has two kids Annie and Nicholas and she is living in this huge house with um, these uh, not servants but like helpers around the house I don't like Mm -hmm. to say servants I think it's weird honestly Um, uh, so helpers around the house the kids she keeps saying have a disability where they can't be in sunlight. Mm-hmm. So they have to keep the curtains closed all the time. Um, and you can open them when the kids aren't in there, in that room. But when you go into a room, you have to shut the curtains first, make sure the doors are shut, and then bring the kids in. You know, it's, it's a crazy thing. So she uh, hires these people to take care of her children. Uh, her husband went into the war. This is during World War II. Um, and she she thinks that he's coming back so she keeps waiting for him but it's been like years so her uh, children start asking questions to the to the help but uh, the people who are helping them I don't want to say help either that sounds weird also it reminds me of that other book slash movie <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and turns out you know they've been uh dead this whole time and she just can't come to terms with it uh it's such and, a good it's like, such you a good have movie. no idea and you're like oh they're the ghost yeah it is so crazy because oh, the people who actually live in the house because she thinks something's haunting her house mm-hmm. and then she starts yelling at it she goes crazy she's like there's no ghosts and her daughter's like yes there's this little kid that i play with and she's like there's no fucking ghost there's no one here and then she goes fucking crazy but the people who actually live in the house that are alive do a seance and they bring her and her children there and they start talking with them like why did you kill your kids and it turns out like she went mad after she found out her husband died in the war and suffocated her children and they're all ghosts in this house and they're stuck there for all eternity so, and then she did find their gravestones as well, because they're all buried on the property, but the the, the people that... Yeah, salt those bur- bones and burn them. I know, right? But the people that she hired were trying to cover up with the gravestones with leaves so the kids wouldn't see, yeah. but the kids were, like, smart enough to be like, wonder what they're covering up? Let's go see! Uh-huh. They're like, oh my god, that's our graves! That's our name! What the fuck? And then, yeah. <laughs> um, 
it is I, so good. That, you know what? I laugh because that would be you as a ghost. Oh my god! Yeah. Whatever. Like, what the fuck? How am I dead? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> what can I do now that I couldn't do before? Let's start some shit. <laughs> oh my gosh! You you would not be faced. You'd be like, well, this is different. <laughs> this is new. No. Oh, let's start some shit. I'd go haunt you if you were still alive at that point. I I I wouldn't haunt anyone. If if I could leave my area of where I died, if I couldn't, then I'd be like trying to call you to me, and then I'm like fuck you in your ear or something like that. I, I wouldn't want to haunt anyone because I wouldn't want to make anybody's lives harder. And but I, I don't, I'm okay with you haunting me as long as you like made it known that it was you, and I'd be like, God yeah. damn it. And you'd be like, whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't care. But yeah, um, what was I saying? Oh, it reminded me of the others. Where, like, uh, so basically in the haunting of, excuse me, I just burped, but basically in the haunting of Sharon Tate, yeah, she makes Sharon Tate be like, oh, you know, like, I saw, I had this weird dream that we all died and these people came and I don't know who these people are. And then she gets getting, like, mail from Charlie and, like, his um, albums are freaking her out because they remind her of her dreams and she keeps having these nightmares. And then the actual, um, well, the uh, the man the the family come to kill them, and then it tur- uh, then they fight back, and they think they like uh, killed them all, and they they actually got out alive, and they're like yeah, and then we're gonna go walk down the ho- the driveway, but that as they're walking down the driveway, cops are coming up and going past them, and turns out they're just ghosts, and they're going to their bodies and then Sharon Hillary Duff is going back to the house and be like why are they going to my house and then she sees their bodies and she's like oh my god we didn't make it out alive and yeah that's how I want to picture it like they didn't know they were dead but they just kept reliving like weird shit you know like how Nicole Kidman and the others were like reliving these memories but she doesn't know like what the fuck's going on basically and she thinks she's going crazy just like Sharon Tate was but not going crazy she was already dead so yeah. that's why I'm kind of like putting it as that way but it's still just because I think it's really bad taste because it was a real murder unlike the others it was a made-up fictional murder and ghost story the haunting of Sharon Tate is based on actual murder. So I think it was in bad taste, especially since Sharon Tate's sister was not okay with this. Yeah. Was not at all. Like she was in an interview saying, no, this is horrible. I do not want this to go out. But yeah. it went out, which I feel horrible for. I would be upset if my sister was murdered and then somebody made a movie like basically saying she was crazy and she kind of knew the whole time and just like making shit up. But you know, yeah, I would definitely give that like a three out of ten. I do not recommend it. If you, you want to check it out, your ratings. I am only because I kind of I I want to think like it's the others because the others was a super good movie, but and it would make more sense for this movie of theirs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it's a real murder. It was just in really bad taste, but. Uh, yeah i just i still give it three out of ten because i i it was interesting mm-hmm. i just didn't i just didn't like the bad taste part of it like yeah people are still alive that remember that like it wasn't that long ago when that happened you know like it wasn't 
50, 60, 70 years ago. It was 30, 40 years ago. Was it, though? 60s? Or was it the 70s? Um, I think it was the 70s. Let me double check. Uh... If I could spell, that'd be great. Hmm. It was 69. It was um, August 9th, 1969. On my birthday, they were found. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, if you yeah. feel better, my 18th birthday was the same um, time that the giant tsunami hit Japan and killed so many people. Oh, shit. It was like my coming of age. <laughs> happy 18th birthday by the way 3,000 people died pretty much yeah I'm like oh okay well I wasn't born yet on uh, when the Tate murders happened um no. so that was uh the only thing I had going for me but it's still like the evening of the 8th and the 9th is when they got murdered and was found on the 9th yeah but yeah it was only it was 69 so 50 years ago. Uh, 69 minus, nope, not plus, minus um, 2019. So, yeah, 50 years ago. <laughs> I just added 6 plus 5. What? <laughs> and I'm like, pretty sure 6 plus 9 I will get me. Math yeah. But math hurts my brain and I can't. <laughs> so I have to use a calculator. Anyway, yeah, since it was just so not like 78 90, 100 years ago. Um, even if it was, like, something of, like, World War Essentially, II. these people are still alive. Yeah. That were affected by it. Therefore, yeah. you should not make... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I agree. Um, I do not recommend it, like I said before. But, um, but uh, yeah, it was interesting. But, yes, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a totally different story because that movie was amazing. Okay, it was, so... It was just so satisfying. It First really off, is. I could watch several hours of Leonardo um, DiCaprio and Brad Pitt talking. Oh my god. They were fantastic. It was just... Ugh, I just loved it. And I loved the old Hollywood feel and... Uh-huh. It was just so good. It was and amazing. The fact that Brad Pitt killed his wife and they just kind of glossed over that. Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it just shows his little flashback and he's like, eh. And I'm like, this son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but I can't, I can't hate him still. I love Brad I Pitt. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, that's a bitch. That's fine. Yeah. You know, that's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Yeah. And Mark Robbie plays Sharon Tate in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I love her as Sharon Tate. Like I didn't I didn't watch 